Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the most fascinating and really the most helpful leaders in the business community from around our terrestrial orb, I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And this day, my friend, you deserve better and you know it. You're bursting with so much potential and energy and it's high time you shifted yourself out of employment and job seeker mode and set your sights on the stratosphere and I mean sweep aside all the devices, set down a piece of paper with a pen and write your personal career planning Bible. And no, I am not talking about the way you've been taught. Forget the rules. Forget all this quantitative approach of having my computer call your computer. I, we have here, a for your enlightenment, a gentleman of career molding expertise who in one week puts more real people in the faces of anxious employers than you're ever going to meet at your next class reunion. Yes, Dr. Jim Lynch has spent two decades in talent acquisition and he currently as the CEO of regional personnel, he is going to get you out of your swivel chair and move some excitement and a whole lot of proven success into your comp- career planning strategies. So whether you are a financial professional with more skills and confines on your narrow jobs that you could personally handle, like Elaine, or your recent grab who uh, seemingly has that nice job with a nice compensation, nice little playment, pay, a placement all, all prepped up for you, like Julia, pull your chair up a little closer. Join our Feast of Wisdom, all carefully cuisine to make your personal career thrive and your adventures flourish. Jim, I'm so glad that you could break free and join us today, and I'd like to get right to it. You know, Jim, the very term career has a much more of a short-term ring than it used to. You know, depending on whose studies you believe, the average American is going to stay in his job from 3.4 to 4 years before moving on. So what does this mean to to this the, the young and ready-to-launch person who's about to build a career? Well, thanks for having me on, Bart. I appreciate it. Um, oh, so I, glad to see you. <laughs> no, I really think it, it, it speaks to the fact that the these folks are constantly looking for their next opportunity. But I think the real implication is on the um, employer side. Because on the employer uh-huh. side, they have to figure that there's going to be a constant churn, whereas years ago, and I'm getting back to your question about career, most times hmm. back when my father was at RCA for 33 years, and once you went in, there was a right. career path set for you by them. But now the yeah. employers have to think differently. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I think, I mean, and, and the whole compensation package and everything changed. And uh, in, in the getting ready thing, now, Jim, you personally come from an immensely strong academic background. You've garnered a bachelor's in chemistry, and then you got a master's and doctorate in inorganic chemistry. And apparently you're still unfulfilled, so you run off to Columbia University, and you took an MBA. I mean, you're, you're kind of right up there with Ralph Izzo, who I think is the most uh, formally educated uh, CEO of, of uh, the Fortune 500, but uh, he runs PSCNG. Anyway, my question to you, doc, Dr. Lynch, is how much does education help in your in your career building? How much did it help you? And when, when is enough enough? Well, that's a great question, uh, Bart. And I think it really depends on the types of skills and the targets that you have in terms of jobs out there that you're looking to do. Um, in my personal case, I was, I guess I was truly curious about science, and I kept going for my master's and my Ph.D. Um, after my bachelor's, just out of curiosity. I really wanted to understand, in this case, why light interacted with surfaces. But it's interesting because this is where the career of managing your own career, and this is why I'm in the business I think that I'm in now, is that I had to actively manage my own career, and part right. of that was... I was extremely lucky as I kept talking with a lot of different people within the pharmaceutical company that I was at at the time at 30 years old, and I found there was an opportunity just by sheer luck and networking. They were building a um, think tank for a group of people that had technical degrees as well as business degrees, which is a very unique blend, to come in and think about the strategy. Where are we going with this portfolio? Why is this molecule interesting to us for hair loss versus arrhythmia. But along the way, Bart, they said you need to have an MBA, and they put me through that MBA. So when you ask about the the need for um, education, in my case, I had no business, um, technical business education up to that point. And getting that MBA through my employer at the time was immensely important um, for me, because I had no business background, I learned an awful lot about accounting and cash flows and <laughs> all that sort of thing. But today, it's very different today, Bart, because this was uh-huh. 1993. Uh-huh. Um, right. It's very different today, whereas I'm learning more about the fact that companies are probably less enamored with uh, the, the degree and more enamored uh-huh. with what you've done with yourself and what you've done with the degrees you currently uh-huh. have. And I think if you're looking to do an advanced degree, they're looking for a very specific um, advanced degrees. For example, a master's in accounting or a master's in some type of statistical uh, uh, math or th- things like that. Not just a general MBA after you've had, you know, a bachelor's in business, business administration. I don't think companies really care if you go off and get a master's if you've already had your BS or BA in business, for example. Right. So what you're saying is that they are more and more hiring for uh, personality and abilities, innate abilities, and they'll. Uh, it's nice to have that solid background. Like, for instance, I'll bet you got on that think tank because you had that solid technical formal training. But at the same time, we're looking for that we can train you once we get you. What we want is is the right uh, woman or man on the job. I see. That's ex- and, yeah, that's exactly what happened in that case. And, and also, you know, companies, you, you raise a great point, too, is that companies are really concerned with and focused in on attitude 
Um, and I mm. wrote an article, it's on my website a few months back, and oh. it just occurred to me that in this day and age, a lot of people are going in and companies have cut their training programs, internal training programs, and they're, they're right. pretty much right. saying to the, the new employee, here you go, here's your office, here's your laptop, um, and here are your goals uh, figured out. What, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. So I think in the screening process, companies know that that's the environment they're going to put you in. So when we do interviews, we do a lot of behavioral interview questioning and things oh, like that. Really? So it really gets to the essence of your, you know, your motivation, your adaptability, um, your reliability, your ethics, and things like that. And at the end of the day, Bart, we look for people's attitudes because the attitude is what's going to make this person resourceful. And resourcefulness mm -hmm. is going to make people deliver in – um, excel in a very, I call it an ambiguous environment that they probably find themselves in today. That's. I'm glad you put that down there, and I, it's early in the show, but I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick this moment to say that Jim has just come up with a quill pen moment, and that is a timeless truth. So I would like you all to take your pens, dip them, your quill pens, dip them in the inkwell, and scribble down that. Attitude and character are timeless, and they are your best possible business asset. Thanks, Jim. And uh, now, at this point, uh, it, after our, the, our sort of toothsome nosh at the today's piece of wisdom, please allow me uh, to fulfill my duties as proper host and lay before you a few, shall we say, utensils for furthering uh, today's feast. And first utensil, as I always do, please allow me to remind you and everyone hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of chief executive officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you experiment and take a new taste in some artistic field that you've shied away from previously, participating or spectating? Will, or will you continue to just limit your experience and knowledge and enjoyment only to the familiar? The choice, my friend, is truly yours. And as a second utensil, I can sense your yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and taste a scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Quips book. So let me pull it out here. Here it is. We're finally there. Oh, okay. Here's one. Here's one. This is number 32. Just because a man is very good at selling himself doesn't always mean he has the best product. <laughs> Ever met any of those, Jim? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, great. Well, you know, as an afterthought, if you really want to make folks appreciate how marvelous you are, tell them how much fun you had in creating your latest achievement rather than telling them how great it is. And... If you aren't having fun doing it, then for heaven's sakes, get out of that line of work and find something that pleases you enormously. You should. You deserve it. And if you smacked uh, your lips a bit over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. And pick up your copy of 102 Best Business Quips, and you are going to load into your chamber several shots sure to target both the brain and the funny bone of all your fellow chain gangers at work. And as a third utensil, uh, I think we should appropriately entitle this the In the Soup Spoon, we proffer you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is, the name of the author who noted, my concern 
is not whether you have failed, but whether you are content with your failure. Those words were spoken by none other than America's very wise 16th president, Mr. Abraham Lincoln. And stick with us, because later on in the show, blurting your way comes another enriching quotation. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be. And email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you're correct, your knowledge will earn you a mind bolstering gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books bookstore. So, with utensils on hand, my friend, lasso up your skill sets, herd your bellowing abilities into the corral, and let's get some more wise tutelage under uh, the thoughts of career builder Dr. Jim Lynch. Jim, it just breaks my heart to see people laboriously firing off resumes online by the hundreds, taking this sort of mud-at-the-wall quantitative approach to uh, the, the technology allows now to, to getting jobs and building careers. Um, when, and you, you've talked about this, that, um, when, and when we've talked before, you, have, you seem to have a belief that all success is personal. And have you, you, do you have a sort of a more individual, one-company-at-a-time approach that you might be more, that you see as more fulfilling and perfected? And effective. Quite honestly, Bart, I think you need to do many prongs. I say the approach has to be follow many, many paths because you just don't know which one okay. is going to be the okay. fruitful path. Um, right. And you know, the, the, I hear you. You know, a lot of the folks are they come to me, they're frustrated with putting out hundreds of resumes, but it's a numbers game. You know, at the end of the day. Um, but I, I advise people to really dig in underneath the company that you're really interested in. Find five, ten companies that really match what it is you want to do from a culture point of view, an ethical point of view, an industry point of mm. view. And then dig in and try to find a, a business or a position within that company. And part of that is to network with someone inside the company who can help you do your homework on the front end of that and understand, that, is this a company you really would want to go after? Yeah, yeah. So, so in other words, if it, once you're talking to a person who's who's in those trenches, he can tell you what the trenches are like, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And he can also help you. He or she can help you network within and navigate within to the right places where you need to be um, talking. And if possible, try to get someone on the phone within that department. Let them know who you are. And, again, everyone's calendars are full. It's a very complicated sure. and very, it's luck-driven. But sometimes you can network through these outside organizations if you can find a way to find out who those people are, A, and B, find out what organizations perhaps they, they have uh, board seats on, um, like societies and volunteerism and things like that. So it's, it's basically another way, Bart, and another avenue by which to get to the people once you know which company and once you know the people in that company that you'd like to get to. I, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Jim, the, the idea of meeting both the uh, – both the work, the professional organizations, and the outside organizations, the charities. You can, of course, target the CEO and, and uh, join his charity, uh, go to the Save the Starling charity on, 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 on whose board he sits. But you can, but shouldn't, uh, it seems to me as if also part of your job getting experience should, should or your career feeling experience is to 
go out and join organizations yourself where you're going to find people. I mean, from from your house of faith to to certainly your professional organizations, chambers, and uh, interest groups, outdoor groups. Uh, Getting yourself out there in work and non-work related places is—I mean—that's that's something that's, that's just a de rigueur fact, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely, and it, it has all kinds of spillover effects that are positive. It gets you out, it gets you networked, and you just never know when that opportunity is going to be knocking on the door. Um, I tell a lot of executives, for example, that. They bring so much to the table, not to just sit at home and send out hundreds of resumes. They said, get out, you know, join some of these organizations, volunteer your time, and you just absolutely never know when that opportunity, the right opportunity is kind of going to come knocking on your door. I, You're right. I, I, I think most of us sort of fall into our jobs, uh, as you say, as a luck and numbers game. And you, you – uh, what about the the person who has who's changing changing work or he's just out of school and she is looking she hasn't set up her targets yet but she uh wants to set up a career strategy even if she hasn't picked things out have you got a, some sort of a structure or uh that uh, or a few tips that this person might uh, employ yeah, in fact, uh, by the time you get out of college, this should have been done long ago. And I mm-hmm. I always encourage and press these younger folks to, while they're sophomores in college, to go meet the career services people. And mm-hmm. I just had this conversation with a young uh, college, uh, someone in the middle of their career, college career. And I said, have you gone to your career services department yet? Do you know where it is? Do you, have you gone in there? I said, just even for <laughs> summer help. This, you know, your parents and probably have immense loans uh, to the to the extent of one hundred fifty to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And I always say the measure of a successful program is whether or not they were able to or you were able to get a job at the end of that process. So there's an awful lot of resources out there, Bart, that uh, mm-hmm. that they need to actively tap into. I think that's true. Now, what about if I'm uh, 30, and I've gone through the first thing, and I'm making a career shift. Um, I don't have a career services, oh, other than going going to your shop. Uh, where, where do I go? Uh, and I want to sort of set up my my. I've said enough of this. I don't want to. I no longer want to be a CPA. I want to. Um, I'm thinking marketing might be good. Uh, where do I? Uh, uh, what what sort of strategies to sort of hone that down should I be employing? Yeah, that's a different uh, different animal when you really want mm. to change careers, and that takes a different strategy. But I would actually uh, counter with the fact that you do still have career services at your disposal at the school that you came uh. from. I would go backwards and oh. talk to those folks and say, you know, I'm still an alumnus of your school, and um, go back to some of mm. your professors that you had. And, you know, that's a great way to start the network uh, and start understanding because – I think if you're really going to change careers, and I'd made this crazy jump from uh, I was in the R&D area of that pharma company when I made this tremendous jump over into marketing strategy think tank, and it was only because I went and did my homework and found out what they did. And then I went and did my homework about what's my fit. And then I convinced them of the fact that I was going to be successful and I had a different – I had I went to HR and I actually convinced them to look at people out of R&D instead of this internship from sales. And I had to write a, you know, a justification and all that. So they said, 
you know what? He did his homework. He is a different animal. We've never opened this internship up to everyone in the company, and I think now they do as a result of that. Wow. Well, it's uh, so you were the man who uh, drove the wedge and made things happen. Good for you. If you've well, just joined I had, us, I we, had some huh? I had some great help internally and some great mentors and advocates internally that uh, I went to ahead of time and said, "Look, this is what I'm going to do here," and they said, "Go for it." Well, I I think your tip on going back to uh, the school career service you're you're never too old for that, and I boy am I glad you brought that one up. If you've just joined us, you're listening to The Art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the profoundly misunderstood realms of cyberspace, where you may listen uh, to this uh, episode and download all our others by visiting theartoftheceo.com. We are on Blog Talk Radio, Soundtrack, iTunes, uh, Buzzsprout, and a series of FM stations but the easiest way to find us and to find the the episode you want just visit the art of the ceo.com jim uh i you talked about this you you hinted at this you personally had a uh uh sort of a caroming career you went back and forth you were an entrepreneur and you were a salt consultant and you were a salaried employee and uh you told us you told us uh, a couple of things that were the real rainmakers for you. Now, uh, since we're in the realm of personal confessions, are there any blunders that perhaps you made or you've seen others make that people should avoid? Uh, in other words, I'm I'm I've been mo- moving around between um, I, between looking for jobs and so forth. What should I not do that a lot of people are doing? Not. Um, trying to put it in the right words here, Bart. Um, you have to listen. If uh-huh. you're in an interview, you must listen. Um, you must ask qualifying questions as to whether or not you answered the question. But I mm-hmm. think listen has a broader uh, broader meaning. I mean, you need to listen to the marketplace, um, and that's doing your homework. And you know, part of what I used uh-huh. to do is competitive intelligence, and part of understanding that is. You know, don't go after a company that's on a downswing and there's, you know, you didn't look into the fact that they're they're having a tough financial, you know, time, and they've let people go. They're shutting shuttering, you know, facilities and things like that. So, mm-hmm. I always say you have to be the in the marketplace. Bart is shifting every day as it relates to the oh, talent yeah. pool that's out there, as it relates mm-hmm. to the condition of the companies and the targets that you're after, the industries that you're after. So I think it's it's listen for in a variety of ways, not just in the you know traditional way you would think during an interview, but I think you need to sure. keep your fingers close to the pulse of the marketplace, to the industry, to those that are already in the company. You know, so there's a you can learn an awful lot and hone your your um your the focus of your uh, of your search to spend the best time on the best targets that have the best opportunity of employing you for the, in in the the right job that you want to do. Oh, that's it's so true in the prep, and and I would add to that. Don't be afraid to say, you know, I was reading about our market in such and such uh, in Forbes the other day, and they and they said this is is that how this company works? It shows that that's that's a little self-serving drop in for for the interview. Well, uh, so with your mind sort of all swimming and your ambition 
itching. Uh, let's sit back uh, right now, pause and take a brief sorbet from Jim Lynch's Feast of Wisdom, and allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we're here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing, creator of, among many other divisions, Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides. And you may visit uh, bartsbooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and explore a wide wealth of, of very practical wisdom, I'd say, from business masters. And this very day, Prometheus Publishing invites you to look at the marvelous career tool. This comes from Stephen G. Payne. He's, a, he's an aide-de-camp of uh, many Fortune 500 CEOs, fabulous fellow, and he's written this book called Manage Your Life on One Page. And what it does, it's a slender volume that trains you not only to express yourself, but to th- actually think concisely and it's a workbook-style guide, and it cleverly sort of sets you off imagining widely, then continuously nudges and hems you towards a series of very practical steps that will are going to get you on some profitable business plannings. So uh, I bring it to you just to gain a solid platform of self-mastery. Pick up your copy of Manage Your Life on one page uh, by visiting bartsbooks.com. Oh, and, and while you're there, by the way, at the Bartsbook.com home site. Don't forget to click on that little blue mailbox. What that'll do is that will allow you to automatically subscribe for absolutely free uh, a weekly business quips. And so winging uh, your way over the eternal enigma of e- email, you will get a fresh uh, little bit of laughter and a ponderable thought of wisdom as an afterthought coming along with it. And since we have our mind turned toward fun and our and we're off in the mo- in the world of dreaming, why don't we step back in line with uh, the experienced talent miner and magnifier Jim Lynch, who is setting down. Uh, well, what Jim's going to do is he's going to set you on a career path with a much sharper machete. Uh, Jim, you founded your own firm, Strategic Access, in 1998, I believe. Then you left it. Then you came back as president. And then you acquired regional personnel and uh, a man of vast ambitions. But what what were you trying to build in this final move? What, what did you want to build for your clients? Well, it's interesting. I was, again, listening to the – taking my own advice and listening to the marketplace. And what I was learning is that – um, companies were more had a better appetite for utilizing um, higher skilled, more um, experienced executives as temps, as contractors. Mm. And at the same moment, I was listening to the marketplace and this opportunity to acquire a uh, staffing firm here in New Jersey came to me. Um, the founder would like to go on and do something else, and I met with her, and uh, I thought it was a great way to converge um, my two companies to be to have a broader service portfolio, everything from temp, temp to hire to the high-end direct hires that I do had been doing as well. Now, uh, what am I going to get um, when I come to uh, Regional Personnel Services Inc? That uh, what are some of the great advantages I'm going to get get out of your shop? Uh, we, you know, we take a different perspective, Bart. It's really uh, we huh? take the side or the the respect of the candidates, and I'll tell you why I know this is a good formula. Because typically, you know, if we present four or five candidates, 
one call is going to be a great call to tell them that they got the job. And then the three or four other ones are not so good calls. And I just tell everyone and everyone in the company here is that we personally call people and let them know what the situation is when we know it. It's important to tell them on time they may have something else. And so um, we hear thank you all the time, even to people we're telling that they didn't get the job. So hmm. we we turn the paradigm upside down, and I think hmm. – uh, we take the the candidates' um, perspective because again, I was I was I was a candidate for 28 years while I was in pharmaceuticals, and I know how to uh, be treated, if you will. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, as an old journalist, I know that I've, where I've you are constantly working yourself out of a job. It's nice to have someone who finally takes the side of the candidate. You know, Jim, I, I've uh, I personally have have one career maxim that I have preached for decades, and that is you're never looking for a job. You are always offering your services. It's it's one of many attitude adjustments, but I think it's one of the initial ones. And uh, you, you've been recruiting talent since, since 98. Um, how do you like to see people, when they come into your office, approaching a job? Uh, what 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 do you what do you like to see in, in in a candidate? I like someone who's done their homework. Um, they've come in and they understand the marketplace. They understand the functional area that they're in. Um, they understand the uh, the buying power that they perhaps have, um, and they're realistic about you know the family issues. You know they understand that there's a lot of outside um, within their world um, pressures and constraints on moving forward with a job or not. So someone who really has that targeted, they understand what they're, they really want. Do they have, you know, their objectives aligned with the marketplace and what their value statement is? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I, I'm really glad that, that you laid that out for us, and I hope uh, that those who are going, whether you're just going to talk to your boss this week or whether you're going for a job or creating planning a career we'll listen to those elements and and take heart jim we're uh we're coming close to the end i want to make sure that if 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 i am seeking some advice in building a career if i am looking for a job permanent or temporary i'm trying to find out about the field how can i get a hold of you and uh, regional personnel services well, first of all, you can learn more about who we are and what we're all about by going to our website, regionalpersonnel.com. Um, right. And then after you get a sense for who we are and what we can do for you, you can actually reach out if there's a match uh, to 908-534-8113. Uh, but the first step part is get us your resume, and then we, you know, we won't waste your time if there's not something we can help you with, but we'll keep it on, uh, keep it on file. Okay. Excellent. I thank you very much. Jim, you, you said something that uh, makes me think. Uh, I went to a little – right before this show, I went to a uh, a gathering uh, at a library, uh, the South Brunswick Public Library, and they offered their annual uh, Employee of the Year Award. And I watched this woman walk up, and I saw – five or six elements just as she walked up to receive the reward i said this is the attitude i want my employee i want to hire this one right now i don't even care what what her skills are and so my whole point for for giving you this dreary story is that jim could could if if you'd be willing would you be willing to come back again on another show and talk about attitudes that we need some of the attitude adjustments that we need to make could could we seduce you back on one more time 
Uh, it'd be my pleasure, Bart. Okay, great. So look forward to that, my friend. And uh, Jim, thanks so much for for coming on. It, it's uh, I've learned a lot, and uh, who knows, I may be able to get myself hired into a real job. Um, <laughs> we, we will see. We will see. <laughs> so, and as we round Good, out today's feast, thank you. And as we round out today's feast, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's quotation. And who was it who said, uh, formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. <laughs> and as a hint as to who this is, starting as a stock clerk in Sears, this entrepreneur uh, rose high and became a noted speaker and authoring, uh, authored, among many other books, The Seven Strategies for, happiness, for Wealth and Happiness. So remember, if you know the author of this quote, just scribble that author's name down as you believe it to be and send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com to an absolutely life-changing career uh, shifting gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, in America foreign trade consists of manufacturing a product in a country where no one can afford it and then shipping it back home to the country uh, where we're the only people who can afford to buy it. And so do tune in to the Art of the CEO next week as uh, you and I hear the wisdom of uh, an um, absolutely marvelous, one of the top uh, accountant folks in the world, Mr. Howard Cohen. He's uh, accounting's top CEO, and he's carried off a merger, a merger that uh, created Eisner Amper, one of the top firms. And he's going to tell us how you can protect yourself through the waters of acquisition and how mergers can go seamlessly. This, this one's going to be fun. And to those gleefully sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed the art of the CEO as much as Jim and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download Download this and all our shows by visiting uh, theartoftheceo.com. And finally to you, who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it's been a privilege. I thank you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.